0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another Giant Sisters podcast with Joe Brothers. Today, I'm delighted to talk with Jessica Mannons, CEO at Mixed and a director at Projector. Jessica is helping to build New Zealand's innovative digital nation using interactive technology. She's exploring the magical world of virtual augmented and mixed reality and has established a national center that builds talent capability, showcases new products and develops cutting edge innovations. Jessica's team at Mix deliver interactive content specialising in 360, VR and AR products as well as having a very strong people first approach in her style. Welcome Jessica. Hi, thank you for
1: having me.
0: Thanks for being here. The power of intention. How did you find yourself in this really amazing, interesting world of AR and VR? Did you design your life path to reach where you are now or did it just evolve?
1: It definitely evolved. Um, I wanted to be an actress growing up, so yeah. I uh, did a lot of shows and I actually studied television production with yeah. my first job being an editor. Wow. Yeah, and then I chased the snow actually, working uh, across countries on mountains. And then that actually led me to meeting some interesting entrepreneurs at a company called Star Now, where I spent eight years working kind Of the startup
0: world, yeah. Um, so, not something I had been planning, right? So, you must have some. Uh, sorry,
1: oh no, I was just gonna say that, that that kind of led me to where I got to today, I guess, in terms of um, working at uh, and helping to set up Projector and then coming into Mixed.
0: Can you tell us a bit about Mixed and Projector?
1: Yeah, so Projector is a center for virtual mixed reality, it was established really with. How could we bring together the the tertiary institutes, the the innovative startup community and corporates and look at problems that we could solve using new technology, particularly VR and AR. This area is really growing and there's an opportunity for people, particularly when you come together and you collaborate and you share ideas, Mm. to be able to create new businesses and solve issues.
0: Yes. I'm sure that in your, you know, daily life you have had lots of unique experiences um, immersed in this sort of of magical world. Can you share any stories with us that come to mind about, you know, your average day or an average week?
1: Yeah, definitely some um, unique experiences. I I think, to be honest, the biggest one was probably um, just taking the opportunity to travel instead of doing a degree. And that's what led me on my OE over to... um, Scotland and working for a very interesting man who was actually a bodyguard in Iraq. Oh wow. And he had a dog and I was a dog sitter for him.
0: Right.
1: But so of course I wanted to go there because of the Edinburgh Festival, so that led me to working at the festival which led me to meeting some friends who were travelling to Prague and knew some Kiwi entrepreneurs working in Prague and so I met these guys. It yep. turned out to be the founders of Star Now. Yep. And when I moved back to New Zealand and made did too, I ended up working for them. And that really was such a unique and interesting thing to happen, to think that I would meet these Kiwis in Prague and then come back and work for them for eight years. Yep. Uh, that, to me, is probably the biggest thing in terms of what has led me to my career now. Because, of course, working at Star Now is where I have received my first VR experience with the CTO there who showed me VR, he bought a new headset, and all yeah. of us kind of went into this room and went, ooh, what is this thing? <laughs> and, ooh, I feel a bit dizzy. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Um, but really what it did was it grew me as a person, as a, and it allowed me to take risks and fail in a safe environment mm. and become a leader not just a manager. It was an incredible place to grow mm. um, and, and, and take chances and it really piqued my interest in technology in the startup world, which is how I ended up working in Biz Dojo yeah. and then how I got involved in Projector. And, of course, all of that led to my interest in VR and AR and how that could be a new medium, mm. um, taking into account kind of the theater and film background that I had for telling interesting stories. Mm. And then how could it be applied to other industries? And for me, it just felt like this a moment yeah. of... Here's two things of two of my worlds combining, um, and what a great opportunity it is for all of us, mm. uh, particularly in New Zealand, to to take hold of something new mm.
0: and make our, ourselves what we want it to be. Mm. It sounds like there's a lot of serendipity in your story, which I love always hearing these sort of things. Um, and in terms of you know who you're working with, um, whether they be you know smaller companies or corporates. Who are you finding that you're working with? Is it a, is it a whole cross-section of New Zealand or some more yeah, than others?
1: Yeah, yeah, it is, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, we this, this weekend we've got a performance happening with Orchestra Wellington for a VR experience just done with MIX. Yeah. Um, but then we've also been working actually with government. Uh, last year we worked with Puna Kōkere on the general elections to try and get young Māori voting up Great. So created an AR experience using William Wido. I kind of brought him to life in AR. Yep. And there was a 6.6% increase in young Mori voting in the general election. So yep. the first time it has ever gone up. Wow. So, you know, we're kind of in these different spaces working with different people. It's, mm. it's
0: really cool. That's great. And in terms of challenges, I mean, embracing lessons, what have you experienced that has shaped you as a person the most?
1: Probably my biggest one would be having a kid and running my own business. Yeah. I mean, that's really shaped me. Um, The appreciation I have for working mothers, especially in the startup world, is massive.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: (laughs) Just women in leadership do stop. You know, I have big big admiration for people who who step up and evolve. And having challenging people and conversations in your world, that's definitely something that I've had to, and I'm a pretty kind of emotional person. Yes. I like people to like me. I want to be nice, but Mm. I've had to harden up a lot over the years, and there's definitely been some tough lessons, particularly with older businessmen, and just learning to stand my ground and removing emotion out of those conversations has Mm.
0: been a big thing for me. That's amazing, yeah. Um, can you tell us about um, future realities and that you're, um, you're working with? And I, I think I've seen that you are working with, you know, executives and creatives and entrepreneurs around storytelling. Can you tell us a bit about that?
1: Yeah, so last year I got together with two guys and we created future realities, and that was really looking at transformative technology and storytelling. Mm. Of course, with a bit of, in, you know, interest in VR and AR and how that worked together, um, we ran a few workshops, as part of our conference that we did across Auckland and Wellington last year, right? Again, a particularly one on storytelling. How can you make easily make three sixty content? How could you integrate that into the the work that you're doing? Um, and of course, with projector, we've also been able to bring in executives and corporate New Zealand into our space and say, "Hey, look, look at these filmmakers and storytellers are doing, and look mm. at the opportunities that it has across all." Yeah. So that's really the main thing that um, I've been doing over the last you know, 18
0: months or so in right. that way. Yeah, cool. And sharers and heroes, who, who are your role models or inspiration and why?
1: So I've got the local ones. Uh, Rod Drury actually is, is one of my, my heroes, and yep. that's mostly because just he's one of those guys who's behind the scenes supporting. Me and I know a lot of other entrepreneurs and business people. Yeah. Um. Whether it's you know just a coffee or a chat over challenges, mm-hmm. he has been incredible over the past few years. And I've, there's a few people like him behind the scenes. Sylvia's another one. Yeah. Um. Sam Witters. she's just been incredible. From me stepping out of this dojo into the startup world, just always there. Someone I know I can you know have a call with her and she gets what's going on in my world.
0: Yeah. Nice.
1: Uh, yeah, and I also have a, a network of women as part of a networking um, peer mentoring group that I have called Leading Ladies, mm-hmm. and so I have a group of women who I meet with monthly, and they are my champions, you know, they're my cheerleaders, my coaches, they are just incredible. That's awesome. So that, for me, is really important, and those, I admire they're my role models as well, which is kind of cool.
0: Yeah. And yeah, it- yeah. And if anyone wanted to get into the um, into the uh, career in AR or VR, what would you suggest they look at to making steps inward?
1: I guess it depends on what sides are interested. Whether it's design and, and looking at it from an experience point of view, and there's some interesting things happening at massive university around that. Yeah. Um, or if it's from a technical engineering point of view. Then there's some great things, again, happening at Victoria University from mm-hmm. that technical point of view. Yeah. So there's really those two sides, you know, is it the design or is it the filmmaking and storytelling side of things? Mm. And Miramar Creative have actually got some interesting courses coming up which cover some of that, so that would probably be a really good one for people who are interested in to kind of head over there and work with some of the wetter people and see what's going on.
0: Yeah, absolutely, that would be great. Um, yeah, yeah, very cool. And in terms of giving back, um, is your organisation involved with supporting the community or individuals in any way?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And this um, Orchestra Wellington event that we're doing is definitely one where we're working with a kind of a community group. In terms of me personally, I am a 1% collective supporter. I love Pat and what he's doing locally in terms of that giving process and investing in our local community. Mm. Yeah, and then me, in terms of Supporting other women is a big part of what I'm passionate about. So, co-creating Leading Ladies with Tony Moyes, um, a a peer mentoring group where we link people up together, create these networks for people where they can support each other in their careers. Uh, That's really important for me. I I don't think there's enough support from women together. Don't see it enough happening in workplaces. So, by creating this, it's a way for people to kind of come together and, and see the power that happens when we get in a room together and we support each other.
0: That's great. And is it a Wellington-based initiative or is it um, around the country?
1: It's just Wellington for now. So we have been going for just over two years. We've had a few people approach us about setting them up in, in Auckland. And mm-hmm. to be honest, it's all open source and there's no cost, but so it's on yeah. our website. Yeah. If anyone wanted to pick it up mm-hmm. and roll with it, like it's, that's what it's all about.
0: Yeah great and is there anything you have we're working on a lot of projects i'm sure and innovations do you have anything um coming up of this year that you'd like to share with us
1: probably the main one is through projector we've been working with the breast cancer foundation on a vr experience that's going to go into medical trials this year Oh wow. and this is kind of close to my heart because it's something i'm so passionate about of how technology can be used particularly in mental health and yep. in the health sector yeah a collaborative project we had input from Victoria University and Park Grove Post and and Mixed so it's something that I am really excited to hopefully soon be able to share with people. Yeah, Um, That's a little while away and of course we've got creative realities this year coming up. Mm. That's the new conference um, where I've partnered with Tech Week to bring together kind of the stage two of future realities which is really looking at the creative tech sector How can creativity, um, together with technology, solve big problems? How can it be good for the world? And what are some of those companies that are doing unique and interesting things in this space? And how could you bring it into your business? Or how can we invest more in New Zealand to ensure that we have a really thriving creative technology sector? That's another big one for me. And then, of course, I'm at Cuba Diva this weekend with Max and Orchestra Wellington showing off our conductor
0: experience where you get to step into it. Michael Ballas Center and be the conductor in front of a live audience of 2000 Oh, great. Cool. Amazing, that's awesome um, and as we reflect on New Zealand's 125 anniversary of suffrage, what are your thoughts on the status quo here in New Zealand and around the world for the life and opportunity of women and girls?
1: Look I New Zealand I know there's still a lot of things to change but last year I was at the Global Entrepreneur Summit in India mm. and that was a particularly focused on female entrepreneurs over 50% were women yeah. but the issues that people were facing across the world um, that we wouldn't even know about um, just astound me even just to open a bank account yeah. you know mm. can be illegal <laughs> amazing so, yeah, yeah it, it's just crazy so we you know we are lucky but still more needs to change um we again have some incredible people Alexia at girlboss is actually over at this year summit with me mm-hmm. and she's based in auckland really pushing for opportunities for young women to get into stem yeah. um and, and we have create um we have Frances valentine to valentine to run a workshop at creative realities and that's actually about stem so adding that a into stem so we have some really awesome women mm. you know doing things but needs to change and as the world becomes you know much of the world becomes automated you know as all of this technology comes forth we have to be thinking about education and mm. how are we ensuring that we are we're educating for the future of work and particularly what does that mean for women yeah. um, because it, it, so there's real
0: change that needs to happen and we need to be thinking about um, about everyone mm. yeah. What do you think that the, um, the, you know, the changing for the future of work will mean for women? Have you got any personal thoughts on that as yet? Well? Or so are you still sort of forming a, a view? Yeah,
1: well, I think it's just, you know, as, as women often make up a lot of the workforce that are doing some of those automated tasks that will no longer exist, mm. that means that we need to be training women into into different industries. So particularly as sectors um, increase technology, yeah. in particular that, that STEM sector, then we need to be ensuring that we have more female engineers, that we have yep. more people working in those technical um, skills that have in the past, you know, been more male focused roles. Mm. So we have to encourage that from a really, really early stage. Otherwise, we're going to find we're going to have a lot of people who don't have the skills needed yeah. to be employed. And that's going to be a big issue. Mm. Um, so, you know, so, so for me, that's definitely the area that I think we need to be focusing on as a country.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. Well, thanks so much for talking with us, Jessica. Um, and really appreciated all of your views. So have a have a great day. Thanks for chatting. Thank you, pleasure.